It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bringing the bull. Missing Danny again this week. He's got uh, important things to do. More important. He's got things to do. <laughs> he did post the You're picture right. by the Fuente <laughs> building. Is that a uh, is that a hint at something? I have no idea. We'll find out. Coming soon. Danny's buying out Fuente. Yes. You heard it here he went first. Buy, like a cigar. Hmm. He wants to buy think- one cigar. Yeah, we started with Danny. Danny Vasquez is buying the Fuente operation, financed by J.P. Morgan. Yeah, that's awesome. likely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never know. Good stuff. You never know. Maybe he is. That's true. Oh, you piece of shit. Did it not record? Hang hang on. No. Yeah. It is recording. My oh, computer okay. is wanting to run updates <laughs> right now. Just tell it no. That's a bad computer. I did. Well, it's still going, so we're good. I'll let you know if it kicks off or you'll just lose me here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all the time we have. Well. Oh, man. So last week we talked a lot about Halloween preparations. How how was everybody's Halloween? Fantastic. Very uneventful. Which is good. Drew, tell us about it, man. You had a big party. Um, I wouldn't say big party. We We had a celebration. Of Halloween. I was trying okay. to find uh I got my candy got my candy corn here. I was trying to find uh some scissors to open this. So you still have never had candy corn as of this moment. Well right? not not that I yeah, not that I'm aware not of. That, yeah, not that you know about. It's gonna pop his candy corn cherry right here on the podcast. I know everybody's been what Ooh, they smell good. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody's been waiting so intently from last week. God, they, man, they do smell good. <laughs> I bet they don't taste that good. <laughs> All right, let's find out. The party went well. We had uh, 10 or 12 people. I don't know, something like that. That's find pretty a, good. It was, it was decorated, really decorated. Yeah, wife goes all out. Mm. Yeah, looks, I mean, looks fun. This isn't bad. They're just hunks of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> they have another mm. one, though. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's almost like, uh, 
I don't even know. It's got its own thing. It, it's 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 uh, hardened ooh, hardened uh, high Sugar? fructose corn syrup, <laughs> which is probably what it actually is. Yeah. Sugar corn syrup. Salt, dextrose, gelatin, and some coloring. So yeah, sugar and corn syrup. Um, I had one. Sounds it was like, sounds like a can of coke. I'm good. I had one. That's it. That's it. I'm good. You're not gonna give at least three tries. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send the others to you. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Save the like postage. A, it's a declaration <laughs> of war. <laughs> Um, they're not bad. I'm just not, it's super sweet. Ooh. Not bad, just not good either. Are you talking about the candy corn or the podcast? Both, both, yeah. Right. <laughs> there it is, candy Drew's corn. first candy corn. Stuck in my teeth. One. <laughs> Who who buys these and eats these still? Uh, I honestly don't know. Is that like old people candy? Old people Halloween? Like grandma gets these with her Werthers? Like Werthers. <laughs> <laughs> Werthers yeah. are actually pretty good. They, they are. Yeah. I used to I used to always steal them from grandma. Werthers. Uh, candy corn came on the scene uh, in the l- late 1880s. 1880s. Yeah, so. It's old candy. I bet it was better back some then. Original stuff right there that you bought. It could be. Yeah. Could be. Still selling the first batch because it was so crappy. <laughs> Originally. Originally called chicken feed. The yeah, name of the candy. Looks like that. Can't imagine yeah. why that didn't sell. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Marketing got a hold of that and was like, eh. Yeah, we, should. <laughs> we shouldn't name it that. How about anything else? <laughs> That's because... Because yes. back then, what did you say, 18-something, late 1800s? People probably oh, yeah. bought it as actual chicken feed and then was like, this, well, the chickens aren't eating my chicken feed. <laughs> Close. Uh, it was actually um, an agricultural-inspired treat at the time. Uh, America's confectioners sought to market candy corn to a largely rural society. Interesting. That classic agricultural snack category. Yeah, do you carry some of those around in your uh, overall pockets while you're on a tractor or horse back then? A mule? Oxen? Well, I would say back <laughs> then uh, most people... <laughs> Most people overall, I would think. That, that's pretty, uh, yeah, a lot for sure. Hmm. Yeah. I'd like to try some original, not like from the 1800s, but like the original recipe. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, Fine. yeah, yeah. 
I bet it's good. Why don't you do that to yourself? I bet it's good. I bet it's not. I bet it's better than this. It can't you, be worse. Do you think it has actual cocaine in it? Ooh, that also. is true. It could. <laughs> they put some weird shit and stuff back yeah, in the day. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> right before this podcast, I was reading a book about the early English tobacco trade, uh, riveting stuff. Uh, but Ooh. one of the things they talked about was that approximately 25% of the weight of tobacco in England in the 1600s was not tobacco. It's just other shit that was added in there. Ooh. Nice. And not yeah, much one... has changed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one retailer apparently was known... Uh, sort of notorious for taking 10 pounds of, of tobacco leaf and making it into 35 pounds of saleable tobacco. God. So. Dude, I'll tell you what. If they bring tobacco back as a currency, we're going to be some of the richest motherfuckers in the, in the country. Kyle, you got enough cigars to, to... Man, if you were to break those apart and use them as currency, you'd be rich. Hey man, I'm I'm ready for the next toilet paper shortage. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Uh, it is around here, man. <laughs> Wife said she went to get some paper towels yeah. and it was gone. It's gone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that actually brings us to a question that Mape had. Uh, he he sent us a bunch of stuff. You're gonna hear all about Mape's questions tonight um he said with the uk and other countries beginning lockdowns again can the retailers and brands survive another stretch of closures uh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's the answer yep (laughs) yeah because i mean look in reality cigar consumption has not gone down if anything, it's gotten stronger. Now, with that said, um, people are so like the big outfits that had all those bundle cigars and all that, their numbers were way down going into 2020, right? And that's when you started to see a lot of those factory layoffs in Nicaragua and I'm not sure if it hit the Dominican, but I'm sure it did too in Honduras and all of that. Right. So we're getting back towards pre 2020 numbers now in terms of what's being made and all of that, where you'll probably see factories start hiring again. Right. The issue is, from a consumer standpoint and from a retailer standpoint, is what what am I going to buy or what am I going to be selling? And for small brands like Patina, online has been a huge blessing this year, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have the big brands that are going into re- with retailer like brick and mortar. And they're like, man, I mean, they're just doing stuff that guys like me can't compete with, right? So as a retailer, I understand, I, I can understand that. I'm not mad at that. It's, listen, that's part of it, right? Um, whereas I was able to overcome a lot of that before 
by being on the road, doing events, being there in person. So that, that kind of has hindered some of that, but by and large, man, there are still some retailers that are that try to differentiate themselves and have different stuff and all of that. So that always gives guys like me a shot to, to hit somewhere. Right. And so I'd imagine a lot of the medium, the smaller outfits are kind of in that position where they got their niche accounts that are going to keep them going and whatever. But this is all assuming that the economy doesn't go to total shit because as recession proof as cigars are, they're not depression proof, right? So, and people are like, depression, come on, Mo, you're whatever. This has nothing to do with politics. This is just the boom and bust cycles based on our monetary system. This is not like I'm, I'm making this up based on... It doesn't matter who the fuck the president is, okay? This is economics, right? And finance. So that's the one thing that I'm keeping an eye on. Can we get out of this pandemic without going into a depression first? So that's how I would qualify that answer. Yeah, on the cigar front, I'm going to put in one more X factor that you didn't talk about mm-hmm. and that's winter mm-hmm. right with with people working from home a lot or or if you you know if you lost your job which is terrible right. Right. um maybe you were at least smoking cigars because you had some time or you were smoking them because you could work mm-hmm. from home and have a cigar or whatever but but now if you're not going to lounges which is a big if right let's be fair here there's a lot of people that are going to lounges um but if you're not now it's going to be cold mm-hmm. So there's always that dip in the winter, I think, in certain areas, right? Not if you're, not if you're, you know, Mr. Florida. Right. I don't know. It gets 60 out and Danny's bitching. Well, actually I would, Kyle, I'm with you, but it's kind of like what we talked about last or about two or three podcasts ago when you talked about converting your shed. I think a lot of people are going to try to find ways to still be able to have a cigar whatever that is yep um even if the lounges start to uh put back minimums in terms of or maximums in terms of capacity and all of that so i I don't know man it'll be interesting the winter like i mean it typically slows anyway but who knows i don't know yeah we'll see I'm guessing consumption goes down overall, but people will still find a way. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but again, and the last thing about it is retailers have, we've talked about this, the retailers that find a way to stay relevant, stay competitive, no matter the situation, those guys are just going to be stronger and stronger, right? So, yeah, in terms of it affecting retailers, it just depends on how they react to it all, I guess. Yeah, you you can differentiate yourself right now, or you can fall apart. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. Um, speaking of things that are awesome, uh, so, Mo, oh, you just had this hat contest. Mm-hmm. We might've talked about it last week. 
Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people have said that they really like your hats. And some of them wanted mm-hmm. to know if there's a way to get them if they didn't win. Um, so <laughs> I don't have an answer to that yet. Because I'm not sure. I may do another run of them. But, uh, or the remainder after this may be sent to retailers to use for box purchases and stuff like that. I just haven't decided yet if we're being 100% straight, which I always try to be. Not, <laughs> not in that regard, but I mean, truthful <laughs> of that regard too, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> a little meandering we got there <laughs> Oof. Uh, shit. <laughs> Drew would you wear a patina hat damn right I would I've been asking for years for a patina hat yeah. where can yeah, I purchase so there, there are some people that okay so I got now I'm just stirring won. shit now, we, got, we got the people that won there are some other people that are going to get one as well because of how much they've supported the brand over the past few years. And I did such a limited run the first time um, that I didn't really get a chance to get those out to a lot of people. So once these guys are taken care of, I'm going to see what I got left. Then that next round of people get taken care of. I've already spoken to some of them. Um, and then we'll see what we have left after that. But, yeah. It's not a priority to make money off of these. It's uh, more of a thank you, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Buy more patina, get a hat. And really, you win because you got the patina. Exactly. No, I mean, I... It's tough to disagree with that. Kyle. I need to pick up a box. Is uh, Smoke uh, Maniac still have a sale going on? Discount code? I believe they do. They haven't told me that they've taken it away. However, uh, we just haven't really had a lot of people order using it, from what I understand. Smoke like a Sultan hopefully still works over at Smoke Maniac. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't... Drew's about to find out. I'm sorry, but I need to order some patina. I will. I'll. Uh, let me get on there while I'm... While we're while we're podcasting, <laughs> <laughs> try the order. I don't, I don't have anything better to be doing right now. <laughs> Drew's all about doing it live tonight. Eat the candy corn, order the cigars, getting it done. Let's find out. Uh, in the meantime, while Drew does yeah, that, go for it. I think there's a question that's probably actually a couple questions that are really mo focused. Because uh, we don't have Danny to add his two cents into these things. Um, and I don't have any answers. And I don't think, I don't know if Drew does. Maybe he does. Probably not. Uh, well, I don't know. Have you been to Vegas? I have. Recently? A few times. No, okay. not recent. Okay. Well, we'll see. Um, <clears throat> so one of our listeners is going to Vegas for two weeks. And they want a non-strip Las Vegas lounge. Bonus points if they sell patina. What are the good ones? Wh- who's this? Mape. Mape said, okay. What is non, what? Non-strip Las Vegas uh, cigar lounge. Bonus uh-huh. points if they sell patina. Where should he go? To support local. 
I know Las Vegas Vegas Cigar Outlet just brought in Patina, but I don't know if they're on the strip, off the strip. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to go, but that would be, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I don't know any that aren't on the strip. Or that have patina, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're we're just starting to uh, make a little headway into the Vegas market. I'm pretty sure when I was down in Vegas, I went to Enfuego. No, that's a great shop. I enjoyed that place. Mm -hmm. They're not on the strip. Yep, very good shop. I, I don't think they have patina. But they're good. They do not, but we are working on that, and we will be in there, but uh, not not as of today. Hopefully by the end of this month. Nice. Well, Mape, if you go there, put in a good word. Yeah, absolutely. Nice, Drew. Did you find the, find out if the code works? I'm work. I'm shopping. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while you're shopping. Uh, this one is, is totally a Mo question because I got nothing useful on it. Uh, so Mape wants to know, mm-hmm. from a blending perspective, would it be possible for Mo or others to have the factories produce a blend of an existing cigar but in a different Vitola or a different something different about it and then ship mm-hmm. to you to test those blends? Is yeah, that a thing that you can do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to. Bro, we, we can't get down there. What are we just not going to do? Do anything of course i mean you have to and you got to have that trust you got to have that trust in the people that you work with right it's easy it's a lot not easy but it's a lot easier to do a different vitola of an existing blend it's much harder if you're trying to do something completely new right i'd imagine you know have you tried to do something completely new as of now, no. No, I have not. Everything that I have coming samples of are things that I began working on bef- during my last trip. So, like, I have the other Vitolas of Maduro just landed in the U.S., mm-hmm. so I'll be getting those soon, hopefully, uh, assuming that we still have a postal service after tomorrow. And, um, yeah. So hopefully get those sometime uh, probably early next week and be able to start going through them. But that was all stuff that I'd already been working on. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of how a lot of people do it, though, right? You work a little bit into the future. Right? Um. I, I, I can't speak for other people. I, I don't know. I would I would assume so. I mean I'm sure I'm sure that most guys have four or five different things they're working on at any given time. I mean at like, least if you can't go down to Nicaragua or the Dominican Republic or whatever every other month, right? right? You've gotta right. you gotta make the most of it when you're there. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I would assume. I would assume most guys do, but I can't really speak for other people, you know? That's fair. 
But I, you got to remember, man, I'm not a big coming out with something new uh, person, right? Like yeah. some guys. So, like right now, I had three existing projects that I was doing for stuff possibly into the future. Um, but again, I still. I, I still believe that if people aren't buying your core stuff, coming out with a bunch of new shit isn't going to help you over the long term. It'll just train people to wait for something new all the time. It's legit. Yeah. Drew, which patina are you looking at right now? Uh, Habano. And the code does work. Mm. Smoke like nice. a sultan. Smoke maniac. What size are you getting? Yeah, that's what I was still deciding. I don't know. I need some more uh, precipitation, but I was thinking of going. Uh, uh, what's uh, the next bigger? Um, Robusto? Yeah. Have you considered both? <laughs> I, I, I did actually, because I, then I get Kyle, you, free you shipping. Si- you want to just take over, man? I mean, if that's if you're that's all be- your salespeople can do, it's you're much better at this than I am. Yeah, I did free shipping then. So, so you guys want to hear something funny? Sure. No, no, of course not. Uh, is it actually is that? it actually funny? What's that? Is it actually funny? Yeah, it'd be even more funny if I fucking remembered what I was gonna say, <laughs> but I got thrown off. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we could do that for you. It's not your fault, it's mine. Oh, man. Man, they sell singles on here. That's freaking awesome. They do a nice shop. That's a good shop. Yeah, they haven't been online super, super long, have they? But they, they've no. always done a good job with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is okay. So, I don't know how, I don't know why. So, like, historically speaking, the two slowest movers in the entire portfolio was Connecticut Churchill and Corona Habano, okay? Which is very interesting uh, because those are like my, my two favorite, right? Um, but as we've talked about numerous times and when I tell people why I won't come out the Lancero because it doesn't make sense because regardless of what the five cigar nerds want, the reality is the majority of cigar smokers just don't smoke Coronas. They just don't. Um, but the Churchill has been on absolute fire recently. And it just caught me off guard. And I'm really... I would expect it to temper a little bit here into the winter months, but that I just found that very interesting. Are you guys seeing more people smoking Churchill's or, or, or am I missing something? Because I'm usually not that caught off guard. I guess maybe because I'm not traveling, I'm not as in tune with what's going on out there, but man, that, that just caught me off guard. That used to be I don't my know favorite. What smoking. It, yeah. That used to be my favorite size, man. That was my go-to. Yeah. 
now I don't have that much time. So, mm -hmm. but I think I, that would still be a go-to if I did. Mm -hmm. That's just a, that's just a, a perfect, uh, Vitola. I, I love the church show, man. I, I know this sounds weird, but it, it, it's just such an elegant size. I know that sounds fucking <laughs> dorky. That's what it she is. said. It really is. It's a, it's a. It has an elegance to it, like a, a like a majestic quality to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, maybe I should buy the Churchills now. Shit. Well, no, because I don't have any right now. <laughs> oh, did they not? <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. Drew, I got, I got a good idea. All three. <laughs> it doesn't look... Uh... Doesn't Man, people like... are going to start getting mad at us. They're going to be like, you guys are turning this into a Fatina podcast when you guys were in Roma Craft before. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if you if you wanted Roma Craft and you missed out on the Corona sale, uh, <laughs> you missed out on a sale. Really? That is true. What was it, like 50% off or something? And those are not, I mean, those are very fairly priced cigars to begin with. So, that. The hell of a deal, I'm sure. All you need is a social media shitstorm, and you, you too, can have half off your scars. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Hooray! Oh, dude, I can't even imagine what Facebook's like right now. I can't even. I can't even imagine. Have you seen Mad Max? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh. Oh, okay, go watch it. You'll understand Facebook. Pretty... I don't know. This is this is fucking ridiculous. I I just don't understand it. That actually leads to a topic that I had on here that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, so some people have pointed out pretty recently, and I think this is kind of interesting. So for years, we've all talked about, and not just us, but a lot of people have talked about how cigars, you know, help bring people together. But right now, it really, really doesn't seem like that's helping at all. <laughs> it seems like cigar people are at least as argumentative as everybody else, if not more so. Uh, so I'm, I'm wondering, is that is that just the perspective that I have from from where I'm sitting, or are we going in the wrong direction as a you know a cigar culture, as a society, as everything? Like what what's going in, on? With in, this? in what sense? So you, it was the case you would go sit down with somebody, you'd have a cigar, and you'd you talk about whatever, right? It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. what they think. It, it brings you together. You have a conversation. You see somebody as a human being, right? Yeah, now, imagine that. Right. Yeah, now, it, I mean, mm -hmm. that's that's just doesn't seem to be happening. Maybe it's because people aren't at lounges. I don't know. But uh, it, it also used to be like if you went to a, a cigar group in social media, it would be, it wouldn't be a, a deeply polarized group or at least the, the odds weren't as, as likely it would be a deeply polarized group, and they'd mostly try right. to keep politics and stuff out of it, right? Right. I don't see that anymore. It's the media, bro. Like, I know that sounds simplistic, but that's a big part of it. I mean, I watch all different types of news. You guys know how much I read. I read from a bunch of different sources. I try to maintain as open mind as possible um, while formulating my, 
my opinions on stuff. Um, but if you watch conservative TV, TV or whatever, or read conservative outlets, however you want to define those, okay, versus liberal, you would literally think that you're living on two completely different fucking planets. Yep. Okay. Now, if you step out of your house and you go fucking interact with somebody, you're still Americans. You're still buddies. You're still neighbors. You don't care. But if you let the media dictate to you how to feel about your neighbor or the people you're around, yeah, you're going to have some division. You know? It's insane. It seems like people are buying into that, too, though. Because most of them don't want to think. (laughs) Yeah, that's the other problem, right? There is a choice here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dude, I got two buddies that are completely... I just talked to them today. We were talking about the market, right? How's the market going to trade with the elections coming up? They couldn't be more politically different than me. Am I not going to be fucking friends with them now? I'm going to stop talking to my friends? It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Sorry. It gets me a little fired up when people are that simplistic. Sorry, I was just... The stupidest thing I ever heard got me thinking about some stupid shit that I've heard, and there's some pretty stupid shit that you're fighting against. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me with it. No. (laughs) No. We're not going there. Uh, You You mean that you're seeing on Facebook? No, or just, just in, in general, general, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's the, the danger of the statement that's very, very strong, right? Like, the stupidest thing I ever heard. Well, damn, you got some competition for that. Really fucking stupid? Okay, sold, right? I'm not going to think about other stupid shit then. Dude, there are literally people that are going to end friendships, end familial relationships, even marriages over politics. Of people that don't give a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. Stop it. They they put through a Supreme Court justice in, in 10 days. They couldn't pass a stimulus for the American people in five or three months. Who do you think they give a fuck about? It doesn't matter what side. Stop it. You're going to lose your friends and family over politicians? Get real. And break politics and sports teams, man. What's that? Politics and sports teams. It's insane. <laughs> oh my god, it's only meant to divide. Stop it. Maybe you guys disagree. I, you know what, that's fine, but I'm not gonna lose my friends because they have a different political ideology than I do. I agree with you. I might if they're annoying assholes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. they were annoying assholes regardless of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a different thing, though. Right. I just, man, I just don't get that. Well, whatever happens tomorrow, we'll be back next week. It'll keep going. I hope so, yeah. Ooh. I mean, they make it sound like the apocalypse is coming, yeah. so... That's the same thing every four years, so. We'll be back. 
Unfortunately, for whoever's listening, we'll be back. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. That is the apocalypse. Yeah. But you are listening to this on election today, so maybe we lighten the mood a little bit before you vote, after you've voted. I, I think it's it's pretty safe to say, based on everything I've read anywhere, that if you're listening to this on election day while you wait for the results to come in, you should probably just go to bed. <laughs> that shit is not going to be figured out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unless I mean there's some sort of complete runaway, which I don't, I don't think is the case. Nobody's gonna give up or anything. So the reality is, man, and I guess if you are a student of history, in particularly U.S. history, you know this is not like some unprecedented thing. It's not like we haven't been through something like this before. Maybe we haven't in our lifetime. But the United States of America has, right? And believe it or not, people even went through a pandemic in 1918, and they got through it. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine 600,000 of them didn't, but yeah. But the country did. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and listen, I've been as, you know, maybe not as conservative as some, but certainly more conservative than others in terms of my approach to COVID. But... My point is that if you think that we're going to be irreparable or there's going to be like an apocalypse, I got news for you, man. Life goes on. You know? So be positive. (laughs) All right. So that actually leads into an interesting question here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it might tell us something about ourselves. If you could broadcast one song to all of humanity at the same time, what song would you pick? You get one shot at it. Tomorrow? Any day, whatever, (laughs) anytime you want. R.E.M. R.E.M., it's the end of the world as we know it. No. (laughs) Uh, What's the Lego song? Every everything is awesome. And that the the Lego you, you've got kids, Cal. You know the song? No, I don't. You do have kids. <laughs> I mean, I do have kids. That's true, but I don't know the song. Well, what was that Live Aid song that they did in the eighties? Do they know Christmas? Something like that. Like we are the world. Yeah, we are the world. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, that one. That'd probably be. <laughs> yeah, that one. I don't know if that one, is that one from the Lego movie. Cow. You... I've never seen it, dude. Oh, man. I don't even have kids and I've seen it. What was the one you were saying, Mo? Uh, the Live Aid? We Are the World or something like that? Get some hippie yeah. shit. Yeah. <clears throat> 
is what you're thinking of? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember it was really uplifting, or at least it was supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, here's the actual one live at Live Aid. <laughs> nice. We are the world. You just hit some percentage of the world's population with that. I don't know. Why Cal, what would you fucking hate each other? What would you do, Cal? I uh, would be never gonna give you up by Rick Astley. Ooh, Ooh, nice. That's the second time this song has made our podcast. It's a good song. And a cultural phenomenon. Mm. Yes. What a what a beat! <laughs> you gotta watch the video. Though. Cause he just does not look like he can sing. <laughs> That's good shit. You'd broadcast that to the world. Yeah, you rickroll the whole world. Nice. So. There you go. Good picks. Yeah, there you have it. So everybody has a small playlist, courtesy of the Sultans of Smoke. Um, Okay, we're coming up on the end of the year. So that means Cigar of the Year lists are going to become a conversation piece pretty soon. And it's a pretty weird year. Uh, So is there anything you guys have smoked this year that you think might be a contender on Cigar of the Year lists? Patina Maduro. No, I'd agree with that. Um, <laughs> I, um, I really, man, unfortunately, I really have not gotten to smoke anything really new this year. I really haven't, so I'm not sure. I'm assuming that that crowned heads that that Sumatra that uh, what is yeah, it? the Capo Especial. Yeah, I would assume you'll see that. You'll probably see. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going that that crowned heads and the patina Maduro. Those are my two. I don't think I've tried anything new besides the uh, patina. It's your whole yeah. list. That's it. I've been. Uh... I've been mostly, yeah, dude, just like playing retros, really. I mean, stuff that I already know that I like that I just been. It's a good year for that. You don't want any surprises. There's been enough surprises. Exactly. Yeah. Now you got to have some consistency. But like I said, I, dude, and, and this is, a, again, a, uh, a compliment to Cal and, and like my respect for his palate. I just haven't gotten around to it, but I fully intend to buy some of those, uh, whatever, what are they called again? <laughs> Top, <laughs> Top Specials. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like if Drew recommends, I'm like, dude, this is really good. 
I'll always try to seek it out. You know, I mean, I just respect your guys' opinions. Um, another one I do want to try is that Mi, uh, Mis Diaz or Mil Diaz. Or Mil Diaz. Mil Diaz, yeah. Um, Black Crown Heads, I would like to try that one. Um, trying to think of it. I do want to try the Carloft. I haven't had that. I typically at least try to get a couple. It's probably sold out everywhere now. Yeah, um, probably. Um, there was a Byron made for Casa de Monte Cristo exclusive here in Chicago. I haven't had a chance to try that, but I'll probably hit up my brother for one. But they, yeah, those sold out too. Um, but yeah, man, I, I really, other than that, I'm not really sure if there's anything where I'm like, yeah, I got to try that. Am I missing something? I don't know. You guys tell me. I can't think of it, but there might be something out there. No idea. There really were not, I feel like there weren't as many new cigars this year as there are previous years, or I just didn't try very many. I'm not sure. I think a lot of people, I guess I, I wouldn't mind trying that new foundation. Man, it's a strong cigar. I had one the other day. Okay. It was much stronger than I anticipated. It's good, but it was more of a punch than I thought. Mm-hmm. So it's going to sit there for a couple of years. A couple of years? Yeah, I don't fuck around. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, man. I'm trying to think, like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else. We'll see. Yep. I guess I got to try. I got those other new foundation ones, the the David and Goliath ones. I haven't had those yet. Mm. What are those? New tabernacle sizes. Mm. That can't be bad. No, it's a good cigar. Yep. All right, we have one more topic from Mape. Uh, What's the craziest thing you've ever done for money, swag, or something else? (laughs) Started a cigar brand. (laughs) What was that for? (laughs) It wasn't for money. What did you do? Well, yeah, a feeble attempt. (laughs) Fucking dumbass. No, honestly, I... I'm not a very adventurous person, so I, I wouldn't even know. I honestly wouldn't even. Unfortunately, don't have an answer. What was the question again? What's the craziest thing you've ever done for money, swag, or something else? Hmm. I would say showing up to a building for about 40 hours every week. Uh, in exchange <laughs> for, for money is a pretty weird thing. For Federal Reserve notes? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Drew just ate candy corn for nothing. That is true. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to have to throw the rest away, but... Cindy, I'm sending it to you guys for real. 
I'm sure it'll be even better through the mail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it can't get can't get any aged. worse. <laughs> aged candy corn. <laughs> aged candy corn, yeah, it's a delicacy. <laughs> you know what I'll do is I'll put it in the freezer, and then when I have a soda, I'll use it as like ice cubes. Ooh, yeah. That'd be good. No, but that would be awful. <laughs> candy corn. A little extra sugar in your soda. Mm. The old chicken feet, or chicken feed. <laughs> I feel like Dom would like it then. I don't know what I, what I've done for. For for money. What was the question? <laughs> the craziest thing you've done for money or swag or something. Yeah, I don't know. Started this podcast with Mo. Yeah. <laughs> what was that for, though? So we could so we could make shirts and hats. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Excuse for swag. Yeah. Is there ever going to be uh, another Sultan's shirt or hat run? Um, hats are gone. I actually sold mine to. Uh, <laughs> um, it's like your your personal one. Uh, I had never worn it, but yeah, I had kept one for me. And uh, <laughs> it went to, uh, I'm not going to be able to think of who it was, Canadian. I had to ship it across. Sean. Sean, yeah. Dude, I got to send some uh, two Canadians hats. So that just, is that right? Did you use USPS? Um, hat? Yeah, 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 I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can send a hat USPS. Oh man, a little pricey, but yeah, he got the he got the the last hat that I've got. I don't know if Mo has one, but I think I have some of the prototypes that we didn't end up coming out with. I still have that. Yes, that's the only yeah. one I've got. What did those look like? Um, we did a couple of different things, but. Black logo on a black hat. Yeah, white on a flex fit. White on white, I think. I may have one of those. Yeah, I gave my I gave my snap back away. I wish I wouldn't have. That's the one I sent to Sean. Yeah. Yep. Oh well. Lucky son of a gun. What are you gonna do, man? He's wearing it and enjoying it. At least somebody is. Can always it, make more hats. It's been sitting around here. No. Good. Not doing that. <laughs> Maybe more cigars. Oh, yeah? Someday. Someday. <laughs> Cow, do you have a story? Cow, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I would be, uh, Drew and I talked about this a little bit. I would be open to maybe doing another Sultan cigar, uh, you know, depending on what what people think or if there would be a market for it. There'd be a market for it. It wouldn't be a huge market, but there'd be a market. <laughs> <laughs> well, because with something like that, you're not, I mean, you're not trying to make a new core line or anything, right? You're just putting it out once and calling it done. Probably, right? 
Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like we'd sell them, though. All we have to do is, is really work on our influencer marketing campaigns, and they'll be gone. Yeah, that's not a strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's terrible. Yeah, we like to stick to our strengths. I'm I'm banking on people get sick of the pomp and the circumstance, you know, and all of this like in your face bullshit. I'm like, you know what? I just want a good cigar that doesn't have to like oversell itself. And when that day comes, if it ever comes, then we'll bring Sultans back. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my argument, though. I think that that day comes a lot for all kinds of people. But there's always somebody behind them that hasn't learned that lesson yet. Who, the consumer or the person? Consumers. Oh, oh yeah. Right, Dude, so... the funniest thing. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. On. No, it's all you. No, I was going to say, the best. So Patina was just in this My Cigar Pack. And if you guys, if no one's signed up for this, Alex is doing some pretty cool stuff. Uh, he was on Hot Ticket uh, a little while back. Uh, it's, a, it's a monthly subscription. Um, very affordable. Okay. So you don't have to have a huge cigar budget. Um, and he usually has really good stuff, really cool stuff. And there were like people posting it or like doing videos of their unbox, un, you know, whatever box thing. Like it comes in an actual like Ziploc bag, not Ziploc, but sealed bag or whatever. Like, oh, I don't know what this is. Never heard of it. And it's like, put it down. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, we definitely have a recognition problem. But I did just get a message from him today. And he said, it is by far the most asked about cigar after people smoke it, which is saying a lot because the Habana was in the same pack as Emil Diaz and that Capa Especial. That's a good pack. So I will take that. That is very fucking cool. But yeah, man, I mean, there, you're, when you have limited reach, it's, there's going to be a lot of, I've never heard of this. I don't know what it is. I'm just going to put it back in the humidor. You know? It's impressive that they actually smoke it, though. Yeah. Well, dude, and then here was another guy, right? He was like, I wish I wish I actually smoked this cigar when I had more time because it ended up being a really good cigar. So, in other words, he was just smoking it to smoke it because he thought it was going to be shit. <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> When I read that, I was like, oh, what the fuck, man? I laughed. I, mean, I thought it was hilarious. But what are you going to do? Let's be honest, yeah. though. That's what you do when you don't know what a brand yes! is. Yes! That's what, yes! Because I know what it feels like. Like, of course. I don't blame people. <laughs> you, you can buy more at Smoke Mania with the code <laughs> Smoke Like a Sultan. <laughs> They're down it's three hilarious. boxes now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's the best, man. It, it's just, it's funny. It's hilarious. 
But yes, you're right, Cal. That's really nice, though, that they like it. Yeah. Uh, Here's what I want to know. If somebody listens to this podcast and they're a continual listener and they have not smoked a patina, I would (laughs) love them. I would love them to send a message (laughs) to say why in the world they've not picked one up yet. I think that would be hilarious like not in a judging way it's just you know you listen to us week after week and we talk about these cigars and and if you thought oh they should just shut up about those patina cigars i would love right. to know that that would be so funny yeah not really but yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude the best is like some of these people like when patina was in luxury cigar club i know that there are some big time influencers that are signed up to that subscription and, and and hype it and and whatever. And we're talking, this was like March, I think. I haven't seen them post a patina at all. But like, so I just thought that was hilarious. Like, I haven't gotten to that level where the big time influencers consider me cool enough to post. So, you know, we're getting there, though. Well, it's... It's because they're not actual influencers. Thank you. I mean, it's because they're <laughs> they're they're getting cigars for free to post. Right. And if you get cigars for free to post, I, I have news for you. That on its own means you are probably not an actual influencer because people notice, right? They see that your cigars are are probably for free. And it's very clear that you you post the same things that are for free because uh, here, here's another newsflash. I get those same DMs sent to me offering the same shit. So I see who takes it up, right? That yeah. person's not an influencer. <clears throat> it's just, it's really simple. If you don't believe in it, you're influencing nobody. Dude, I've said this. I've said this since whatever. I don't know how anybody that is in the cigar industry could possibly be arrogant. If there is, besides being a trader and the market finds a way to humble you, this industry will absolutely fucking destroy any self-esteem you might have possibly had entering into it until you start to pick yourself up again. I mean, seriously, it's humbling. You put yourself out there and people are like, yeah, this is shit. Oh, it's good. Every five minutes, you know, whatever. And, and like learning how not to put or not let that get to you, it takes time. You know? I think anybody that comes out with something that's a reflection of them would say the same thing. But shit's humbling, man. I don't know how people, like, man, just beyond me. Cal? What that's else? all I got. Oh, that's it. Drew? Yeah, what do you got, man? Your topics are the good ones. I had nothing but the candy corn. <laughs> I was lucky to uh, have actually gotten that. I didn't know where you could even buy candy corn at this point. I don't know. But I did. 
We did not get any trick or treaters this year. Not one. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Our uh, neighborhood was insane. A lot of people. We also don't have a ton of young kids, though, yeah. either. Yeah, it depends on the neighborhood there. Yeah. So, and there's a lot of, like, elderly people. So, maybe the parents that had kids just took them to a different neighborhood or something. And it's because they figured most elderly people probably weren't going to open the door. Yeah. Well, a lot of people here even, uh, they just set a bowl out, man. and. Mm-hmm. Did you go collect all the bowls? <laughs> no. I was telling kids to take a handful of candy to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Kyle, did you guys have a lot of people? Because you guys didn't, right? You did those gift bags for friends or whatever? Yeah, we just dropped stuff up at, uh, on people's porches. And then for actual trick-or-treating, I wasn't opening the door. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I basically never want to open the door for anybody who comes to my house uninvited ever for any reason. And that's before COVID. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, if I don't know you're coming and you ring my doorbell, I probably won't answer. <laughs> hmm. Anything else we got this week? Not that I got. Someday we'll get Danny back on here. Yeah, that'd be nice. I really I wanted to What's ask him that Fuente? sport. I wanted to get his opinion on the sports we. Oh, yeah. The what? The sports we? Because I think he would have an, a different take than than I than I do. What sports we? Uh, like when is it? Acceptable oh, we. To say we. I thought yeah, you were talking about like to... the console. No, not like the video. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> not Nintendo Wii. <laughs> okay, I remember what you're talking about. Maybe next yeah. week, Danny will will join us. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, guys, next don't week lose it any is. Friends over the next few days, be good to each other. Just, just be nice. I know. <laughs> just be nice. It's really easy to say and a lot harder to do for a lot of people. So yeah, yeah. we'll all get there. Kyle, give us, give us, before we go, give us a pep talk, man. How? What are some good ways that people? Because you're you're good at this stuff, man. What are some good ways that, that people could keep out of? you know, getting into these stupid arguments and whatever. What are some of your suggestions? Uh, I think step one is right now, you're not changing anybody's mind. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. Right. Recognize that and act as act accordingly. Right. <laughs> right. So why bother if you're not going to change their mind? There right. are times when you will change people's minds. It's not right now. And it's not on Facebook. <laughs> what? It's not on Facebook. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's that's probably 
pretty much everything you need to know for this week. Right? There's times to have real conversations with people, but look up how to do it first if you don't know. That's, that's okay. Yeah. Don't don't go in telling them they're a dick. Go in trying trying to understand. And the best way to change people's minds about anything, this is scientifically proven, is to ask them questions. They will lead themselves to the right answer more easily than you will. <laughs> so you mean you shouldn't be judgmental about how other people view the world? No, I'm deeply judgmental about how other people view the world. You shouldn't show them that you're judgmental about how they view the world. <laughs> but yeah, I if you... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's all you. No, I was going to say, I wish people would learn to understand our banking system. And if they did that, I guarantee you they would stop arguing about Democrat or Republican because they would realize where the real issue is and why a lot of this stuff happens the way it does. But unfortunately, that's, that would require a lot of effort. So probably not going to happen. So it's Mo's fault. No. <laughs> I wish, man, I, I would love to be able to educate people more, but I just, you know, don't have that platform. I should go, like, become an adjunct professor or something like that. Do it. And, uh, I'll be fired within a week. Mo's sitting there smoking <laughs> cigars. God, that'd be awesome. Not that, not that I know... My thing is, I just want people to think. Like, if you're going to go on and start arguing with people, just regurgitating some shit that you heard on the news, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, makes no sense. Think. Any other any other suggestions, Kyle? Uh, I guess the other thing that's worth thinking about is when you think about something that is common sense. <laughs> the reason we have to call it that is because it's actually not. Right? <laughs> and and the other part of it is that most things that we think are common sense are literally incorrect. Give us an example, Kyle. Uh, tons, almost everything, right? If you say, no, that's just common sense, you're probably wrong. Because otherwise you would have a better explanation for it than it's common sense. Yeah, I would almost argue that it's uncommon sense. You want uncommon sense. Uncommon sense. I don't know. When you think about things, like everything is more complex and more nuanced than most people think it is. Just like you were saying, Mo, right? So when you think about common sense, the whole point of common sense is you take it down to a simple kind of a simple fact that any Mm -hmm. fool can understand. It's common sense, And if you're playing at that level you don't actually get it because it's deeper than that. Right. <clears throat> Just plain old common sense. <laughs> yeah. If you see an old lady walking to a door, you hold the door open for her. That's common fucking sense. Right? It depends on your culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, maybe... I'm just trying to create a baseline here. <sighs> Unbelievable. 
Be nice to people. Yes. Yes. We are actually in this together. <laughs> yeah, we, whether you fucking like it or not. Yeah. Damn right. <clears throat> You're stuck. You know what really you know what really hurt me, Cal? What's you know what really hurt me, man? When you what? said when you said that the politics are ripping apart some of the cigar community. That that to me because we always talk about how cigars bring people together. You know, regardless of income level or race or ethnicity or religion or sexual orientation or whatever, that it was like this common bond thing. And that and that bothers me a little bit, actually a lot of bit, that that that's not even strong enough to overcome some of this stuff. That's that's a shame. Next Drew? week, yeah. Last question for you. Go for it. Fire away. Is anybody allowed to use the bathroom that you use at work besides you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. As long as they clean it. <laughs> no splatter platters. Yeah. Tyler fucked me up, man, with that question. Because now, like, every time I go to you, you know, like, I'm like, did I wash my hands before I, did I touch anything? Did I need to wash my hands before I use the bathroom? You know what I mean? Bastard. That's all I got. That's all you got. Oh, one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. I don't have any. Be good to each other, folks. Be nice. (laughs) You've been listening to Just One More Thing with Mo. Yes. Just be good to each other, that's all. All right, guys. Next week. All right. See ya. Cool. Cheers. Later, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>